How y'all doing today? It's your host, Zach Shoes, Shoemaker, and today is an episode you cannot miss. It's a little mini-series, if you want to call it that. We got some of the stars of the Junior NBA, Tamp, and you're not going to miss hearing from them, as you're going to be able to hear today from Mark Mitchell Jr., Noah Bachelor, Efton Reed, and Jalen Blakes, and trust me, you're not going to miss a single one, so sit back and enjoy the show today, but... As I said, there's going to be a few more guests. You're going to hear from 2023 guys on Monday. You're going to hear from a few other guys throughout the rest of the week. And you're not going to miss it. So make sure to go and follow me as Xtremaker on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date on all those. But with that being said, I think we got to get right in. I'm blessed to be able to welcome on a five-star and the number 10 ranked player in the class of 2022. He's known as the number one overall player in Kansas and led Central to win the 2018 Junior NBA Championship. He also led KC run GMC this summer and is gearing up to lead Bishop Meage in his sophomore season. He also was one of the biggest stars in the Team USA camp in Mark Mitchell. How are you doing today, my guy? I'm doing pretty good. Just got back home from the gym, so yeah. All right, that's awesome. So let's just jump right in and just discuss and talk about Team USA. What was the experience like and how did you really enjoy it? Um, It was pretty cool. A lot of good competition to play against and just keeps me accountable to everything I do and helps me get better every time I go down there. So I really liked it. No doubt. So is there anything that kind of like any guys that really stood out next to playing with or some guys you really created a good connection or chemistry with? Um, I think Scoot Henderson. I like playing with him. He's a good point guard. Uh, that was one of the guys I like playing with on my team. He was pretty good. But I mean, besides that, not really. Okay. And so what kind of was it like the very first time you kind of got the kind of got the option to go and the kind of the offer to go and play at Team USA. What was that moment kind of like and how did it happen for you? It was an honor because I think every AAU kid or high school kid in America wants to be able to do that. So, yeah, just that's the highest level of basketball for us. So it was an honor to have the opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, something that I think obviously USA is right up there, if not above, like the McDonald's All-American, that kind of stuff. And just being able to go and play it, that's a huge thing. Yeah. For sure. so what were some of the things that you really took away from, or was there anything you really like gained of, like you kind of took away from the camp? Um, I think just I think the biggest thing for me was the skill work I got to do with um Phil Beckner, Damian Lillard's trainer. He just helped me with my shot and things like that to help me become a more consistent shooter and just uh playing on defense hard every time because sometimes I'll take plays off on defense, but just playing hard on defense every single time and not letting my man get any open looks. No doubt. So was there anything that really, when you were playing the games at Team USA, was there anything that really, like, a player that you kind of, like, playing against or someone that you really want to try competing against? I mean, I think Greg Brown and Evan Mobley, probably, those were, like, the two that were kind of, like, wow. Like, they're the most two. Like, I really want to be able to just compete on their level and do the thing that they do. So, yeah. No doubt. I mean, obviously, Evan's been on here before, and just, like, the way they, like you said, like, the way they play, just they have that freaking nature kind of about them, and just how they play, and it's also how they care, they kind of care of themselves, just as being a high-character guy, which is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, now let's jump in. Talk about your college. Obviously, you're still just going to your um, sophomore year now, but talk about kind of getting offers. Obviously, you have Kansas, and just talk about what it was like getting your very first offer. Uh, I got my first offer in eighth grade from Milwaukee. And, I mean, I only have two offers right now, Milwaukee and KU. But, um, yeah, I'm not really worrying about that right now. I didn't play most of the spring and summer because I had a knee injury. So, yeah, just kind of taking it slow for real. No doubt. And so, obviously, I mean, being in Kansas, what was it kind of like when you first got the call and knew that Kansas was interested in you and offered you? Uh, I mean, it was an honor coming from the Blue Bloods and just the nearest school that's close to me. But, I mean, yeah, it was an honor. That's all I can say. No doubt. So growing up, was KU one of your favorite schools, or what really was one of your schools, if there was any, that you really loved watching or rooting for? I mean, KU wasn't – KU is one – I mean, they're the hometown school, so, you know, I'm always watching KU always. I watch mm-hmm. probably almost every game since it's always on TV around here. So, I mean, yeah, I grew up watching KU. I've probably watched 90% of the games since since I've had Devontae Grant, Frank Mason, all the way back when they had the Morris Twins. So. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, my family is also from Kansas. I mean, just obviously big KU fans and just being able to watch the way that they 
play, like, like you said, I mean, there's so much like history and guys that you can, everyone can kind of relate to. I mean, there's so many players and, I mean, would there be anyone that, in your opinion, you've always kind of looked at and was like, you kind of want to kind of take parts of their game or you kind of like role model off of them? I don't really know about from KU, really, but probably Josh Jackson would be the closest one because that's the closest position I played to. So, I mean, that'd probably be it. Absolutely. And then talking about your junior NBA, obviously you had the opportunity to go out there and you're able to win it back in 2018. And talk about that experience and some of the guys in the team that you really enjoyed playing with. I mean, those are most. Of, those are actually most of my close friends to this day, because most of us still play on the same AAU team. So I mean, like, I mean, that was probably the greatest trip of my life, being on a resort with your best friends, just playing basketball and just enjoying yourself, really. Because we were around each other, had our own hotel room, things like that. I mean, I think that was a once in a lifetime thing. I don't know if I'll need to ever do anything as fun as that ever again. So yeah. absolutely. So what kind of was the experience like out there? Obviously, you go out there and talk about like the events they were there beforehand and just talk about the game itself and being able to win the championship. Um, I mean, the events out there were like, we got to go to Disney World. We got to talk to NBA players. I got to do a Gatorade sweat test. I mean, we were really treated like pros for a week. We had everything we needed from free food, Gatorade, anything unlimited. So, I mean, that's... I mean, it was anything you could think of, like an NBA players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's awesome. And another big honor you also got to have was being able to go to Steph Curry camp and be able to hang around Steph Curry and perform and play alongside some of the best players around the country. Talk about that and how that invite first got to you. Um, yeah, I actually got that invite when I was at USA Basketball in July. And I was actually kind of surprised because not many freshmen usually get to go to that camp or freshmen going on sophomores usually didn't get to go, but I mean, it was actually great learning from Steph and his people and just Steph being so hands-on with us and not just coming for 10 minutes to say hi and leaving. He was actually, like, doing the drills with us. We got to watch him work out, played with us, everything. He was there the whole time, the whole everything. That's awesome. I think that's something that's obviously special about Steph Curry and a lot of other guys, too. There's the fact that he does invest a lot and not just, like, his community, but especially when he gets involved in these events and plays basketball and really is a guy that, I think a lot of people, I mean, I think every basketball player respects him. And just be able to have that guy that's obviously a multiple-time MVP and whatnot, be able to have it a huge thing. Yeah, for sure. So was there anyone else at that camp that really stood out to you or maybe you, like, enjoyed playing alongside? Or who was maybe the guy that really you thought was, like, the best player at that camp? Uh, I would say probably um, McCure Maker. He was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Chet, I think, was, like, the top two that I played against out there. Yeah. No doubt. So obviously now you're getting ready to go play another year of high school. Talk about your team and why you originally decided to attend there. Um, Mies is just kind of like, I always wanted to go to Mies. Jeremiah Robinson went there, Bowl went there when he was here. I mean, I, and I just like going to school there, period. Like, I like the people there. I like the community part of Mies. And I mean, it's really just like home, really. So, I mean, and the basketball program is obviously good it's probably the best in the city so yeah uh, I think we should, we have a um, young team this year it's a lot different from last year because two of our top seniors left and um, one other important really important senior left so I mean we have two returning starters um one guy that came off the bench and uh we have two transfers that came in a couple JV guys that'll play this year so it'll be a lot different but we'll still be pretty good and probably top five team in the metro so yeah that's awesome and so then let's jump in and talk about your AAU team. Talk about the guys that kind of form your team and kind of help lead the team alongside you with playing with KC Run, GMC. Um, we have me and um, Tamar Bates. Those are probably the top two players on our team. Tamar is um, guard. He goes to Pipers, top 100 in the country, has offers from a lot of different D1 schools. And uh, Zeke Mayo, that's another top guard on, on our team. Yeah, um, I didn't get to play with them much this year because of my injury. But I played with them two tournaments, and we were just trying to find our groove as we went along. Absolutely. So how was the recovery process coming back from your injury, and do you think you're 100% now? Uh, yes, I'm more than 100%. Like, my leg's probably stronger now than it was before just from doing all the extra exercise and things. But, I mean, it was pretty smooth coming back. I mean, I didn't really have, like, a major injury. It's just, like, a piece of my cartilage came off, and it just got stuck. I was only out for, like, probably six weeks like and I was going back right 100% no like 
I didn't have to slowly go in anything. I was 100% fully healthy, but yeah, it went pretty smooth. All right, that's awesome. Was USA the first event kind of back at 100% or was there something else before that? Mm, I would probably say uh, UAA finals when I played. Being with AU and playing high school and being able to go to those camps and obviously can make a lot of connections and friendships throughout all of all of basketball world. So talk about some of the guys that you really create a tight bond with and guys that you really think you guys are going to be have a great chemistry from here on out and not just on the court but off the court. Probably say Noah Bassler. That's one of my good friends from USA. He was my roommate. Him and we probably we bonded pretty well. Um, and after July mini camp and uh, we still keep in touch. Jalen Washington is another one of the guys I talk to a lot when I'm at USA. So yeah, that's awesome. And so talk about about the process for those that don't necessarily know. I mean, obviously the few USA camps and all of them kind of lead up to the final tryout to make it go overseas. But kind of talk about. What's like in this, the camps and kind of how it's like in the evaluation process? Um, I mean, it's not like USA is a little different as in like you got to play with other, a lot of other really good players. So you might not get to do whatever you want all the time, but you got to do the little things. And not all the best players always make the team. So, I mean, if you bring one thing that this guy, can, even, he, even if he is better than you, you might make it over him. So, I mean, it's good just to learn how to play with other great players and, do other little things that impact the game besides just scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's something that's so key because a lot of time you see the guys that are involved in Team USA are oftentimes the guys that do pan out and become the top players in the NBA. And, I mean, one thing you always look at is, like you said, someone like Josh Christopher, which I think he's developed insane, but he's always been a top-ten player, and I mean, he hasn't played in Team USA. And I think a lot of people yeah. talk about how at this last camp he really showed out and went big time and – that's just something that, like you said, that playing your role is so key that a lot of times they do look for guys that can fill this role and this role because you guys are expected to go out and win gold. And so being able to go out there and find those pieces and good chemistry guys is obviously key. And obviously they put together always a great team. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So then when you guys do decide when you get to go play over there and from the final tryouts, what's some of the guys you think will be on that roster alongside you? I mean, I don't really know. Only people who know is probably Mike Jones, but and Coach Show, but yeah, but I mean, just people who play hard and just make right, make winning plays for real. I think that's really what they look for at Team USA. Not always just the best player and most talented, but just who's gonna come in and work and just sacrifice for the betterment of the team. I think absolutely that's the main thing for that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if a lot of people know, but also you have done track and field and. Talk about that and really where your passion kind of came for that. Um, I've been doing it since I was seven. It was kind of on and off passing the thing. But once I started doing it, I really, like, got into it because I was my second sport growing up. But, yeah, I was one of the top long jumpers in the country. Um, I ran the 100 and 200. I was probably pretty good in those two, top, like, 20-ish. But, yeah, I mean, my dad did track. He introduced me to it. And I did it all the way up until eighth grade. But, Get into high school, I didn't really have time to do it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of know if some people read into it, I mean, at 10 years old, you were able to win the title for and you got jump, long jump 17 and then three inches. And so, trying to talk about mm-hmm. that and really where you kind of like got all that from, and like, was it a lot of just playing basketball kind of translated to the track and field stuff, or was it just kind of natural? I think it was kind of natural. I mean, my dad was a um, big time long jumper coming up so he kind of helped me with that and just I think the genes of athleticism just came down to me and I won it when I was 10 and when I was 11 so and I was the top jumper in the country when I was um 12 but I didn't go because I had a basketball event so yeah okay and I'd like to wrap up just talking about a couple of different things and the first one would be who would you say has been your biggest role model mm, one person I look up to is probably Kobe Bryant just he's been my favorite player growing up all along and just the way he plays and just how he's so skilled and can do everything on the court. It's something I look up to on the basketball court, so yeah. No doubt. And finally, I would like to wrap up, obviously, face a big thing in my life, but how would you say in your life, God's help, God, you can get you to the point you are at today? Uh, I mean, I'm very in tune with God and just trying to, like, keep me on the right path because just being a big-time athlete, a lot of different things can detour you from, staying on track with him but just praying every day and reading my bible just 
keeps me on the right path and just keeps my head steady from other things that are out here just trying to lead you towards the devil. Absolutely. And I think especially in the world of athletes, there's so much temptation in people that don't necessarily want athletes, a lot of people to be successful. And so being able to have a strong foundation in Christ is something that can obviously get you to where you want to go and keeps you steady and on the right track. Mm, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, my guy. Best of luck this upcoming season. I'm excited to see what you do throughout the rest of high school and obviously the rest of your basketball career. Best of luck. Thank you. Uh, no problem. God bless. You too. Coming up next, he just recently received an offer from Maryland. He was one of the breakout stars of the Team USA camp, and he's continued to blow up in this entire summer. That being said, I'd want to stay right there if I were you, because up next is Noah Bashler, and you're not going to miss what he has to say. I couldn't be more excited than to welcome on one of the biggest risers of the summer and 2022 Top 50 player. He's recently just gotten back from Team USA camp and has received offers from the likes of Clemson, Florida, and most recently, Maryland, along with many others, in the four-star Noah Bachelor. How are you doing today, my guy? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. You just recently got back from Team USA, so talk a little about the camp and what's some of the things you really took away from it. Uh, the experience was always great because you get to meet with you know a lot of new players, and you always have friends there, so you just you connect with everybody, and then the coaches definitely because everybody there, the, all the coaches. They all have, like, their basketball IQ is crazy, so you just try to, you know, ask them a lot of questions. If you don't ask them questions, then you're missing out. So I just try to ask them a lot of questions and get my basketball knowledge up. Absolutely, and I think that's something that's so key because obviously the coaches are spectacular, they're amazing, and some of the best coaches in all the country, but being able to be alongside and play alongside and make connections with the guys that you'll be playing alongside and seeing each other throughout your high school, college, and obviously professional careers is huge because it's not just going to create a bond that is throughout your high school careers, basketball playing careers, but that can last forever. That's a huge thing. And that's what's something that's so great about sports. And obviously just being in this atmosphere has to be amazing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is one of the things that maybe you took away in terms of like a game or a new skill you picked up or what was something that you really like learned from the camp? Um, what I learned from the camp, honestly, is not – I have to be louder on the court. I know I talk – a lot but the coaches told me just to try and be a lot louder on the court and make sure to be a leader so when I get back which I'm here now so when I get with my high school team I could be more of a leader and just try to make sure that everybody knows where they're at on the court and everything no doubt and so is there anyone that you kind of maybe create a new connection with a new friendship with or is there a lot of guys that you just kind of already knew that you kind of hung out with a lot during the camp um, I would say it's more the same people that I would stick with, but I I made a few other friends. I talked to the twins a lot. So honestly, it's I guess we're all just like tight. So everybody knows each other. So I mean, there's not really new friendships. This is everybody new from last camp. I would just stick with. Gotcha. And then I think, obviously, you always had a big showing, and a lot of people really took note of that, and you always got a lot of write-ups and talked about that. And so what was it kind of like getting a lot of attention? Someone, some people really starting to realize who you are and what you can bring to the table. Um, honestly, the attention and everything like that is cool, but I want to stay humble. So I always try to make humble myself, even though, you know, everybody thinks I'm doing good, which is good. Like, I want people to, like, realize my game and how good I can be, but I also just want to humble myself. Mm-hmm, no doubt. I know what some of the guys that you really kind of look at to maybe are, you're compared to or you think you kind of take parts of some other players' games that you add to your game. I would say Tyler Harrow is the main person that I really watch to try to, like, model my game after and to, like, you know, get, like, his moves down. I try to – I watch him a lot, so I, I look up his highlights and everything. Every day I just look up his highlights to try to get new moves and everything. Mm-hmm, no doubt. And obviously, you had a big summer, and you've really started picking up a lot of offers recently. Obviously, the most recent is Maryland. But talk about what it's been like getting more and more offers, and what's some of the things you really like about the colleges so far? The offers is great. Honestly, it just shows that, you know, my hard work is starting to pay off a lot more. And just I just got to keep it on the grind. But honestly, the college and stuff, what I like about them is that all of them, all the colleges, are they're all, like, family-oriented. So if I was to leave home, and, you know, not to, like, if I was to leave Maryland or, you know, maybe not, all the colleges, they would treat me like a family. So 
that's the one thing that I really try to look for in a college to see if they treat me like a family and obviously like the style of playing, everything like that. But I like how a lot of the colleges, they treat you like a family. So no doubt. And so what was it kind of like when you first got your very first offer? What kind of was the feeling like and how'd you kind of find out you got your offer? Um, I found out by my AAU coach. It was like, it was, I was actually on vacation. I was at the beach and my coach called me and just told me about it. The first one was GW, but you know, obviously the first one always feels, it's like a really good feeling. I was like jumping up and down. I was just so excited I got one because it just shows that my hard work is finally starting to pay off. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same thing for like so many people because it could be the smallest of D1 school is just like at that moment, you kind of know, I mean, of course it's not locked in for sure at that moment. Things could change, but it's like, you know, at that point that your college will be paid for and you've kind of, you got the next thing kind of secured where you can keep working. Of course, you want to add on more parts to your game and get higher and higher offers. But yeah, at that point, you kind of just can say, I got it and now it's out of the next part of my game and keep getting more and more. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Has it been anyone that you've maybe talked to or discussed possibly teaming up with now in college? Actually, I haven't really got to that part yet. I mean, it. To, I mean, I've talked to a few kids, but it's nothing serious to where I'm like, actually like, okay, should we go here or something like that? No, honestly, for me, it's I'm just really focused on trying to get more offers and trying to improve my game. So I'm not really talking to like kids like that yet. Gotcha. And is there anyone kind of maybe from either Team USA camps, playing AU or high school, you kind of have created a good bond with or something you really realize you have played well alongside? Jet, Howard, and Jalen Washington, I feel like are the two people that I've like got to know a lot more and like we've become very very close friends and I feel like I play really good with them on the court too gotcha and then kind of jumping in talk about high school I actually decided to transfer so talk about that process and what kind of went into that decision so honestly okay well first I went to the same rear grade high school and that wasn't like it just wasn't a really good fit for me so I had I just me and my family we decided to switch it up so we needed a transfer so I went to Glen Oak Country School. I chose that school. But the process for me, it's really been – it's kind of been hard in a grind because getting to know, you know, the players a lot, I have to get to know them, and I can't just be shy about it. So I have to ask everybody questions. And especially since I go to the new school, people, like, they'll come up to me and they'll just be asking me questions. And sometimes I feel uncomfortable doing – like, answering questions a lot like that. But it's – it's also been fun, too, because there's a lot of benefits that came in to me transferring. I feel like the education is a lot better than my old school. And the teachers and everything helped me out a lot, a lot more at my new school. So everything, I feel like it's been it's been fun, but it's also been a grind to transfer, too. Yeah, no doubt. I think that's kind of something I think it's a lot of mixed opinions, obviously, about transferring and switching high schools and all. But I think there's a lot of positives both of them. I think staying with the school for the whole time kind of shows you loyalty and kind of create a good chemistry with guys. But at the same time, and when you get to the real world, especially when you get to college or especially the professional league, you could be some people change teams multiple times in a year. I mean, obviously, a good example of this NBA, guys can get traded one or two times in the season. Like, you never can get really accustomed to one place very rarely. So, I mean, just getting that kind of used to that at a younger age and learning how to adapt and play is a huge thing that can go for the rest of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things you're really looking forward to this upcoming season? I'm really looking forward to, you know, just the people we play against. We play in the MIAA, so that's like one of the top conferences in Maryland. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward, you know, to the, the coaching that I have. We have some really good coaches and just, you know, all the environment, my school environment. Everybody says they're going to come to the games. So we're going to see how that works. I'm just really excited, you know, to play with all my to play with all my brothers and everything, get to know them a lot more. No doubt. So what's kind of the surrounding pieces alongside you that you're looking forward to play alongside? My one of my big man, his name is Cole, um, Cole Parr. He is a he's a very, very good big man. And I'm looking forward to playing, you know, with him because I can easily I can dish him the ball and it's just easier to, you know, I I don't have to be the only one getting buckets. I have actual people that can like get buckets alongside of me. So it's a it's a lot. It's It's really good. Are you playing your old school, or is there any game that really you circle on your calendar you're excited to play? Actually, we're not playing my old school. I was kind of hoping we would get that game, but my coach didn't mm-hmm. schedule it. But I'm really looking forward. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to playing St. Francis. That's one game I have on my calendar that I that I'm looking forward to. 
that I really I really need to work hard for that game. So I'm trying to prove a lot of people wrong. And then we play some WCAC schools. So there's a lot of games that, you know, I'm really looking forward to this season. No doubt. And so talk a little about the Maryland community in terms of the basketball. What's some of the guys that you see in Maryland that's going to be some of the top players alongside you coming out and guys that you maybe create connections with from Maryland area? There's a lot of people in Maryland that I feel like are going to be like top players, but some kids that really stand out for me is like, I would say Rodney Rice is a good, a good example. It's just, I have, and I mean, it's not, it's kind of hard to like choose one person because everybody's like good in the DMV. So for Maryland, I, w- I would feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of good talent here. There's not, there's not just one person I can single out that's going to be the, you know what I mean? It's that's going to be like good. Everyone, Everyone here in Maryland is at least going to give me some bumps. So I just, that's what I like about this area that everyone's going to give me bumps. So. Absolutely. And would you say kind of in there kind of NBA players, the guys that are from the Maryland area that come back, has there been anyone that you've maybe created a connection with that kind of has helped guide you? Um, I actually know. Um, there is a lot of NBA players from Maryland, but I haven't really like tried to connect with any of them yet or even try to talk to him because I just really haven't got that chance to meet any of them, actually. I did go to Will Barton camp in Baltimore, but I just, I just didn't have a chance to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now, transitioning a little bit into AU, what would you say kind of led Mid-Atlantic Select to be the right decision for you to go play your club ball this past season? The Some of the factors were, one, I mean, he put me on the 17U team, so I was able to get some bump on there. And we also played in the UA Rise, so, I mean, there's a lot of bump. And uh, people don't think about it, but my team, we did beat some UA teams. So there's some bump on the UA Rise for 17U especially. So I got a lot stronger during the AAU season. And that that team, it's just like a family to me. Everybody there is all nice. There's no, like, you know, nobody's just like, it's me ball. Like, nobody wants to compete for the ball. It's everybody sharing the ball, and it's just even basketball. I like how they play, too. Absolutely. I think that's another thing that some people do question, like, playing. Do you play A's level? Do you play up or whatnot? I think there's a lot of things, obviously, if you play a level, you obviously get to play against the guys that most likely will be playing against throughout the rest of the time. But same time, playing up, it's a more realistic situation, once again, for a lot of things. Obviously, high school, it's not just divided up by a grade level. And obviously, college is not and then pros. It's obviously a huge difference. And so being able to play up is, I think, is a huge thing that – I think it's great for a lot of people to also play. Right. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the guys on your roster that you really enjoyed playing alongside? For AAU, I would say mm, Noah Charles. He's on my actually he's on my high school team, Noah Charles. Then I have Q, with his name is Quentin. I have Ty Ray, he's a good one. Matt Rock. Basically our whole team is, you know, we're, we're a really good team. We have I think everybody is actually almost committed to a D1 school. There's only a few kids that haven't committed yet. So everybody is going to go D1 that was on my 17U team. So it was just – it was a good experience. Okay, that's big time. And just talking a little more about, like, high school basketball as a whole, obviously everyone's – it's been really noteworthy about all the transfers and switching around. What's your kind of thought on guys going to prep school, guys just switching states and going across the, across the country, really, for going to high schools and what it's like kind of seeing that? I mean – yeah, they could they could do what they want, but I feel like if you go to a, like across the country to like a school in California and you're already here, I just feel like that's that's really not like the move you want to do or that I would even do. I because I I feel like the DMV is the best basketball in the country right now. So I feel like if you're in the DMV, you're in a good spot. So that's why I didn't want to move from the DMV at all. I wanted to stay. And because the bump is crazy here, there's not one person that's like not bad for high school basketball here. So, mm-hmm. no doubt. And that's another thing, too, that I think obviously whatever really a person's take is and whatever's best for them, obviously, it's best to go do that. I think. But one of the things that maybe it's not as needed these days is that media is so popular now. There's obviously you have your national media stages like Slam, like Overtime and whatnot. But then every state's kind of got their select two, three, four groups that really put out a lot of mixtapes and just do great media where you can really be discovered from anywhere. I mean, college coaches can just watch those and kind of get a good feeling where you don't need to be on a national spotlight every day of the year at all times. Right. Mm-hmm. And then talking a little more about Team USA, what's some things that maybe you're looking forward to possibly playing with them and going up to the next level or maybe traveling and playing in the international tournament and games? 
I'm really looking forward, you know, to to like see what's gonna happen in the spring. Because if I do get invited in the spring, you know, that's when trials happen. So I'm looking forward to see, you know, who's gonna be like if I do make it there, who's gonna be on the team with me. I'm really looking forward to even just playing with them because they're like the top players in the country. So I'm just looking forward to getting to know a lot more of the players and just playing with the best, honestly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So in your opinion at the camp, what were some of the guys that really stood out to you alongside you, obviously, that were the great players that really kind of were eye, that kind of caught your eye as they've either improved a lot or really just brought the game to another level or some of the top players? I will say Mark Mitchell is one of them. He did do really good this weekend. His team actually made it to the championship for their, like, we have, like, little games and stuff. His team made it to the championship. I also say Scooter, too. He did really, really well this weekend. There was a lot of guys, you know, in the 2020 class, too, but I was just trying to focus on my my class, that the people that I felt like did really, really well in my class. So Absolutely. And I always like to wrap up with a couple questions. The first one just being, who would you say has been your biggest role model in your life? Tyler Hero, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then also, I was like kind of finishing up just talking a little about Faith, and also how would you say Faith kind of helped you get to the point you're at today? Um, I feel like, it just helps. It just helps me, you know, push through when I have when I hit adversity. It helps me push through like the hard times, especially like, especially when I don't feel like doing a workout or I don't feel like doing something like a lift or anything like that. I feel like it helps me push through a lot. So yeah, no doubt. I think there's so many different things that obviously to be a great player and make it to each level. There's so many different trials and tribulations and stuff you have to kind of not just that, but just having to work through and outwork other people and. Obviously, at times, you don't want to do stuff. That's just the way we're kind of created. And to be able to have someone to rely on always is a huge thing. But I definitely appreciate you coming on today, my guy. Best of luck. You're obviously this upcoming season and throughout the rest of your career. Thank you. Uh, No problem. Talk to you later. God bless. All right. Coming up next, you're not going to miss hearing us. You would hear from one of the most underrated guards in the 2021 class, in Jalen Blakes. He's recently picked up a few offers, and you're not going to miss hearing about those and much more. His interview is coming on right after this. I couldn't be more excited than to welcome on a four-star guard from New Jersey that led sports to you this past summer and is gearing up to lead Blair Academy in his junior season as he's currently a top-five player in New Jersey. He also put on a show at the Team USA camp in Jalen Blakes. What's happening, my guy? What's up, proud. Lucky to be here. Thank you very much. Anytime, bro. Let's get right into discuss. Obviously, it was a big time thing. Being able to go play at the Team USA camp. Talk about your experience and what it was like. Um, it was definitely an honor to be invited. Um, there's only I think 82 kids that were there, so to be identified as one of the best players in the country and to play against all the high level athletes, um, it's just an honor. And a lot of kids would die to be in my position, so I'm just blessed to be there. And also, it was highly competitive. It was a great learning experience, and it definitely pushed me to be better and see where I want to get to. So it was just an honor to be there. No doubt. That's something that's so unique about it because, like you said, there is only a select few kids out of all the kids that play basketball, all the good players that go to college and whatnot. There's about 82 kids that get to go, and that's just a truly an honor because you're alongside the best of the best in all the country at all levels. Yeah, definitely. And to see the people that have been through that program, it's just an honor to be identified as one of them. So were there any guys that you really connected with or had a great kind of chemistry kind of form playing alongside them at the camp? Um, a few of my roommates, uh, Nate Biddle and Keon Edwards, they were obviously, they were very cool. Um, Efton Reed was a very cool guy. Bensley, um, it was just a, it was a great bonding experience because I was there before and just to see like kind of like the relationships you build because you never know how far these relationships will take you. So, it was just fun. No doubt. I think that's something that you said, the relationships, they just, they're going to go on forever, really. I mean, it, just, it won't just die off. You only got to stop playing basketball because, but as throughout your career, I mean, you're just going to be with each other for the rest of high school, college, and then pros. And it's going to be a great relationship you guys can always keep from now on out. Yeah, definitely. Because you never know what they end up being. Um, a lot of these college coaches end up being, we're like kids, lifelong friends. So it was just connections that you build. No doubt. So kind of talking to some of these guys, have you guys possibly discussed teaming up with in college or at some point together? Uh, I've not talked about that yet. Um, that that decision's a long way from now, so just waiting the time. No doubt. 
Talk about the process. What is the Team USA kind of structure, camp structure like? I mean, obviously, you guys play some games, but kind of talk about what the day was like and one of the days out there. Um, of course, uh, we woke up. Uh, they had a few life skill uh, meetings with us. They talked about um, decisions and kind of problems that you would face as a professional athlete or kind of how you want to be associate or what your label will be, um, kind of what you give off. And then we went to practice. Um, we went over a few sets, tried to understand, get a greater understanding for the game, learn a few concepts, um, did a few shooting drills, and then we went into the scrimmage. Okay. That's awesome. I think one thing that obviously stands out there is, I mean, obviously you guys can all, all, all you guys are elite players, all going to go to college and probably play basketball for a living. But the part that's key is obviously like learning how to, like, like living and managing things and being able to like, deal with obstacles off the court because there's so many times you see athletes or different kinds of people go off the wrong path because of the doing different things that it is a tough job trying to be an athlete so I mean be able to learn those things and how to manage that is obviously key yeah definitely um a lot of a lot of NBA players struggle with that and even people that have retired struggle with that managing their money managing relationships so to learn this at a young age is going to be very beneficial in the long run no doubt so are there any coaches that really kind of stood out to you or you kind of create a good connection with while you're there? Um, uh, actually, my high school coach went out there, uh, Coach Joe Mantegna. So that was just an honor. And I also played on his team, which was extremely fun. So definitely. And I also enjoyed Coach Jones, who was kind of the director when I played, when I went out there in July. And then it was just fun. No doubt. So were there any guys that really stood out to you that were at the camp? Um, of course, uh, my jersey friend uh zion cruz uh really locked up on defense um nate he's as he's tall he could shoot so that was special uh jabari smith was very good um so there's a lot of talent there and the standout is very special absolutely i think one thing that some people might notice is that a lot of the guys there not all you guys are like obviously ranked it's not just like one through ten like make it or whatever there's a lot of rankings in ter- at least in terms of what espn and those 247 all rank you guys so, I mean, USA obviously has a unique approach to how they kind of look at the guys. Obviously, it's character and skill. So, I'm being able to see that because a lot of times you, it kind of is you look at the NBA draft and some of the top players in the NBA, it are the guys that attended that camp. And a lot of times the rankings are wrong. I mean, talk, talk about that and what it's like being recognized by USA and how this kind of feels and how it was being able to be a part of that. Um, it's actually a blessing and honor because all my life I was never ranked. I was never a big-time recruit, never anything like that. and Going into it in July, I was like, I never thought I would be in that position to play for USA or even recently playing in October, getting that opportunity because I wasn't a big name. Um, I wasn't ranked. I wasn't five star. So just being recognized, even though my hard work is showing that rankings don't really matter. It's just what you do on the court and the name. So it's just the honor. I that's the key thing there because so many guys you see – I think it's become really obvious, especially in this past year's draft, seeing guys like John Morant, Brandon Clark, Jared Culver, a lot of those guys that weren't really even ranked coming out of high school, turn out to be top picks in the draft. And I think that it truly shows that rankings are a cool thing, especially for media and people to kind of look at and enjoy or whatnot. But at the end of the day, it comes down to who can beat who when it comes down to it. And you know that the NBA is most likely going to get that part right. Yeah, definitely. My dad always said, uh, those rankings don't mean anything once the ball was on the court. You're, you, you're the same person. You're a basketball player just like me. So you kind of kind of got to take that mindset. Absolutely. And obviously, you have been able to start picking up some college offers. I think the most recent one, obviously, Rutgers. And then you've got Yale and a couple other ones. But talk about that and what it's been like getting those offers. And then what was it like getting your very first offer? It's honestly a blessing um, because, you know, you see a lot of other players getting offers here and there. But you – Got to kind of understand your past. So sophomore year, after playing against McDuffie, I think I had like 19 in the second half. Um, Georgia was there, and um, they offered me right after that game. And I was like kind of like shocked, you know, like starstruck by like receiving that offer. And then obviously it's just a blessing to continue the process, getting off from from Yale. And then now Rutgers, um, it's just a blessing to have like options. Mhm, and that's something that obviously you still have a couple of years left of high school I think that obviously we'll be getting a lot more offers and I mean just 
like you said, just being able to know that you have kind of accomplished that because that's a dream for every high school person who wants to go play in college and being able to achieve that and know that you have those options and you have at least one is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Just even having one and now just having three is just a blessing and an honor. No doubt. So what is it really when it comes time and you start looking at colleges, what's something that you really want and you're going to really look for from a college? Um, definitely high academics, great connections, alumni base because – at the end of the day, the college is going to help determine the job you're going to get after basketball if I play professionally uh, because the ball is going to eventually stop bouncing. And then obviously like a community feel because right now at Tim Blair Academy, and it's really like a family aspect. Um, everybody knows everybody. They're all great people. And then also with the basketball, they're pushing me to be the best player I can be, um, holding me accountable and also kind of like uh, family aspect when it comes to the team and just pushing each other. Absolutely. So when do you think you'll start taking, looking at taking some visits and when do you think that will be? Um, I think after the high school season, probably when I take a few official visits. But right now, just kind of waiting the time, uh, analyzing the options that I have right now. No doubt. So in terms of when you get and go play on a college court, what do you think you're kind of feeling well, or what what can colleges really expect for you to bring to the table? I'm not going to be bullied by anybody. I'm just going to go out, play my heart out, give a lot of energy. Um, I think I can score the ball well. Um, I can shoot. And also, I love to play defense, which not not saying not a lot of guys like to do, but um, I like to play defense, which kind of, I think, separates me. Um, I'm not afraid to guard 94 feet or get on the ground to get the loose ball or box out so just doing the little things to keep me on the court absolutely and obviously though you do have a couple more years of high school so let's talk about that at Blair Academy what are your expectations for this upcoming season um this upcoming season I I expect us to win a state championship um also our conference league championship for a maple championship uh, uh that would be the goal this season and obviously just become a better player become a leader um kind of like leading these guys and obviously just creating lifelong bonds with the team and then bring it back the year after that. No doubt. So what's some of the guys alongside you that's going to help lead the team? Um, we have Jabri Abdul-Rahim. Uh, you already know about him. Uh, we have a kid named Michael O'Connor, came from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, Kyle Cuff, a really bouncy guard. Um, we have Okoda Gak um, in my grade. He's 6'11". He's a freak. Uh, he's going to be a great player. Luke Colaget, who um, is a knockdown shooter. He's going to Yale. Uh, we also have a kid who's a sophomore seven-footer, Luau Luau, who's going to be an impact force. Um, then we have a few role players, shooters. So we are very, we're a very good team. We're balanced. And we'll be good this year. That's awesome. So who would you say is going to be the biggest obstacle for you guys to face this year? Within our conference, I think it would be Hill. But obviously – the main one for the states would be probably St. Benedict's. Uh, that would be a big game. So it's, it's very, it gets loud and very packed. So last year we won the state championship against St. Benedict's. Freshman year we lost. So it's just a, it's a rivalry. That's awesome. So what would you say is one of the matchups you really do enjoy, or who do you like playing against in that game? I don't really have a personal beef with anybody, but I just like guarding whoever they think is their guy or the best player. So I just go out there and play my game, kind of lock them up, play defense, try to do what I do to help my team win. No doubt. And then what would you say this upcoming season, this summer you've really worked on focusing and keying in on in terms of improving on to get ready for the season? Um, definitely my shooting ability, um, extending my range. Obviously, because last year I had great players, great guards, uh, Jordan Nickel, uh, Dexter O'Connor, who were really on the ball. So I'd be off the ball. And this year, kind of being on the ball, trying to transform my game to score more off the, on the ball. And then, obviously, uh, working on becoming more of a leader, vocal, and trying to get the best out of my teammates. That's big time. And so this past summer, playing at AU, what kind of were the things you kind of took away from it and playing with sports you? Um, obviously, it was fun. A lot of lifelong bonds. Um, it was a great aspect. Um it really gave me a platform, a team to kind of play and show off my skills. So it was just fun in that aspect. No doubt. So was there a game that really stood out to you that you enjoyed playing? 
Um, I definitely like playing against teams bad in the UA. Um, a few of my teammates like EJ, Josh Rivera, Jaden Brown, uh, they kind of showed out in the UA. They went off. Uh, my boy Josh Rivera is picking up a few offers at Roselle Catholic now. So it was just a few games like that when we really connected as a team and kind of took over that game and won. That's awesome. I mean, anytime you're definitely able to go in and be able to play at like a level, I think AU is something special because it's so much different than high school. Obviously, high school is a lot more like developed as a team sport, but high school is a lot more like a connection. You're going to school, you have a great connection that way. And the club's obviously at a national stage, and being able to go play at that, I think, is a great experience, especially when you're able to go out there against the highest level. Yeah, definitely. Going mm-hmm. against the highest level, um, AAU is kind of like the best talent, like go out there and play. So it was kind of fun, like in that aspect. No doubt. So were there any other club teams you're considering to go play for? Um, right now, I don't have an AAU team that I'm playing with. Uh, I'm just kind of looking out for the best option for me and kind of like seeing who will help me develop as a person and as a player. Absolutely. And so going back to a little about high school, obviously there's been a lot of big movements this past year. Obviously guys transferring to many different states and kind of forming a lot of super teams. So what's kind of your thought about that and kind of going that route and what's your, kind of, like, what's your thought on those guys doing that? Uh, I think it's great for them. Um, obviously it's great for me. Um, you have these super teams. So I'm kind of trying to just prove myself, play against these super teams and kind of uh, show what I got and like go against them. Um, obviously it's going to happen. You uh, you develop friendships that uh, that are gonna last for a lifetime. You want to play with them, so I understand where people are coming from, but I love the competition. It only drives me more and more. I think it really just depends on what's best for each person. You know, I mean, you never really know. Like some people, obviously, like, being able to stay at in state, being able to go play with guys that you play for three or four years is obviously key. But also being able to play on national stage is great too. It just really depends on who you are as a person. I think. Yeah, definitely. It depends on who you are as a person and what what's best for you and what will get you to that next level and help you develop. Absolutely. And I was like wrapping up with a couple questions. The first one is, who would you say has been your biggest role model in your life? Ooh, uh, I would say definitely my parents. Uh, as hard as they work for me to put me in a place like Blair um, to provide for me. Uh, my dad flew out flew out with me to Colorado. So kind of seeing the effort that they put in for me, my mother always being there for me, always keeping a positive mindset and kind of being what I want to be in life or in better. So they kind of like drive me to be better, a better person, a better athlete and just to work hard. That's awesome. I think obviously family is one of the keyest things that can help guide you and get you ready and get you onto your path. So whenever you're able to have especially one but two people that are big time and supporting you is obviously an awesome thing. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, Got a shout out my sister, who's going to be a big time basketball player. I'm Michaela Blake. Uh, she also drives me. She's a role model. That's awesome. My last question I was like finishing up then is how would you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? Uh, God has been everything for me. Um, definitely, I pray. Um, my uncle has been big on me. He's been praying. Um, he's got me to this point so far, and he's been blessed, a blessing to me. He's He's provided me with a life that not many people have, so you have to be thankful for that. Um, a lot of people would die to be in my position that I am now, so I'm just blessed and honored, and I'm continuing to believe in him, um, pray every day, and because blessings will continue to come, and I know if they don't, then he's just teaching me a lesson to take me to that next level, so it's just an honor and a blessing. Yeah, that's definitely key. I think being able to look at it with that idea of just seeing that He's obviously there for you, and there's some things that obviously is not always going to be perfect throughout the entire path. There will be trials, and a lot of times they're just meant to go make you stronger, get you down the right path that he wants you to, and that's obviously what's so great about that. Yeah, definitely. Any trial, tribulation is all for a greater purpose. No doubt. Well, obviously, best of luck. Thank you for coming on today, my guy. I can't wait to see what you do and keep doing your thing from here on out. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the call. No problem, bro. God bless. Me too. Oh, you had to stay right there, and I wouldn't be going anywhere. Because you're going to be able to hear from F. and he's going to come on and discuss so many topics, but I don't want to get too much further. You're just not going to want to miss it. So if I were you, I'd stay right there because the interview is coming up right after this.
I'm excited to be able to welcome on a five-star from the class of 2021, who's currently ranked 19th in the country. While being the number one player in Virginia, he leads Stewart's school and put together an elite summer with team takeover. He also put together one of the best weekends in the Team USA camp and Efton Reed. What's happened today, my guy? What's good? What's good with you? Life's good, bro. Couldn't complain. But let's just jump right in and just talk about Team USA camp. What was the experience like and what you really take away from it? You know, as day one was going on, I felt comfortable and I was just excited to be out there and I competed my my, my best. And, um, you know, it was a really good camp. I loved it. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, Team USA is one of the most prestigious things for any high schooler to be. I mean, obviously, being able to go and travel with them, but just going to the camp is an awesome thing because you're with so much elite talent and so many top coaches. They truly just get to truly make connections and just work on your craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was a really good experience. I learned a lot from all the coaches and just like where to be like on the floor at all times, like running the floor, blocking shots, just being on the right spot at all times. So I learned a lot from the coaches. Absolutely. And obviously there's a lot of write-ups and people are talking about, oh, obviously you had a great performance out there and kind of talk about that and what's something that was it kind of, did you kind of think you were going to perform like that or was it kind of, you just kind of fell in the groove and you just really felt good playing there this weekend? Well, I just fell in the groove because like any like situation I'm putting in, I'm going to like compete my hardest and I'm going to try my best. And it was just, it happened to go my way. I did what I had to do and I competed. No doubt. I mean, obviously, the top players in the country, and some of them obviously older, and like Evan and all them. And so, kind of, was there some things that maybe you took from them, or maybe they give you tips that you kind of implement into your game now? Um, they were just saying, like, you know, just be very vocal at USA, talk a lot, and you know, just compete your best, basically. Mhm. Absolutely. So, were there any of the guys in the camp, big men or not big men, that kind of really stood out to you and put on a great show? Um. Greg, like in the championship game, like he was going crazy with the dunks. Like I was just like, dang. Like I knew he had like bounce like that, but like seeing it in person is just like it's a whole nother like level of like wow. It was crazy. No doubt. I think today with there being so many different kinds of mixtapes all the time you get to watch, obviously dunking kinda is awesome, but at the same time you have to do some crazy stuff like what Jimma does and some of them. But like when you're actually able to yeah. see those guys that are like big man, I think that's some of the most impressive things when big men are able to go up there and Jump like here. I think Greg also obviously got himself a lot more notoriety, not just off dunks, but also having a great performance as well. Yeah, he did his thing out there. Absolutely. So, do you have any idea or some of the guys that might make up the team for the team USA when you go out there? Um, I actually don't know. Like that was my first time being invited, so it was like it was a new environment for me. And the guys I roomed with, like I never like I didn't know them before the camp, so it was like it was kind of a good way to like you know meet new people and see some new faces and stuff. No doubt. Obviously, being with Team USA, there's so many top players from all over the country that you get to connect with from the rest of high school and then obviously through college and your professional career. So it's a great chance to go meet those guys. Yeah, it was a really good chance. Like some of the guys I already knew from like Elite 100, like a couple, and others I've seen at Top 100. But, you know, all the other guys were just new to me. So it was a good you know, experience being out there and meeting them. No doubt. That's one of the cool things, too, out there being so many of those top camps. Obviously, you were in the Elite 100 and the NBA camp, and there's guys that you do kind of translate from each camp where you get to make connections with that way. But also, you put on big performances in both those camps. Kind of talk about that and what it was like getting into those camps and how you think you performed. Um, Well, I think I'm going to talk about Elite 100 first. Elite 100 was a good experience. You know, out of Missouri is my first time out there. The time change was was all right, but, you know, I, I adjusted to that, and you know, Elite 100 was just talking about, like, how, like, you know, you're going to work out like a pro and you're going to play a game and you're going to come back and work out. And then they taught us some life skills, which was really good, like social media and stuff and influencing your, like, your image and your brand. So I feel like that was really good, you know, um, motivation for us and teaching for us because some of the, like, like me, like, I influence my brand, but, like, I need to need that next, like, step to, like, take it to the next level. So, like, they really helped me with that. So it was really good. And Top 100 Camp, they taught me a whole bunch, uh, you know, with the games and shooting and drill work and, you know, in the classroom, too, as well. Like, they talked about, like, real-life stuff, like, actual, like, not just basketball. Like, they said the ball's going to stop bouncing at some point. So, you know, they taught us a lot there, too, about just life in general. Like, not even being a basketball player, just being a person. No doubt. That's something that's huge. 
like you said, I mean, obviously both those camps do have a lot, especially the NBA one I know has a lot of NBA players, coaches, and all them. But, I mean, just teaching that yeah. stuff, the other stuff, because even the best of the best that get to play 20-plus years like LeBron in the NBA and are probably set financially, there's still at some point you're going to want to do something. And just being able to find that passion and get other things down and is obviously a huge part. Yeah, they're talking about, um, you know, finding something after basketball because, you know, the ball is going to start bouncing. So, like, you know, study what you want in college. So when it does, you, you're going to be happy and you're going to do what you want to do. You're going to live a happy life. So that's it's a, it's a really good point they, they proved. Absolutely. So do you have any idea maybe something you would want to pursue in college or something besides basketball you have interest in? Um, I like business and maybe like pre-med, maybe. Like, I don't know yet. I still got to find my niche besides basketball. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And so another thing, obviously, you kind of talked about was kind of growing your brand. And I think in today's world, a lot of people just think of your brand being obviously social media and whatnot. And that's something that, yeah, some people can just get it by doing highlight stuff or whatnot. But that's not yeah. necessarily just a brand. That's something that being a character that people respect. And once again, I mean, that's something that so many of the top players you see have established. Obviously, LeBron, Curry, and all those guys. And that's something that's yeah. huge. Yeah, I found it's 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 really it's really big because you want to be you want to be and have a good image out in the public so they can see you in the public eye like you're an actual like a human being like you're not just some stuck up guy who has a lot of money who plays basketball. So it's a really good image thing. Absolutely, I think that's something that's so key because so many guys. I think as you get to the NBA level, you do get a lot more attention, obviously media wise. People get to know your personality, but in high school and college, a lot of the time people do just look at you and know people by they're good at basketball or whatnot. So, I mean, being able to yeah. hear what people can say and speak, because everyone's got so many unique personalities, obviously a huge thing. Yeah, it's, it's it's really important because some people just look at us like we're basketball players, but it's just like LeBron said, like, we're more than basketball players. Like, we're human beings like y'all, too. It's just a thing like that. I think that's really important. Absolutely. And so, talk about, about college. Obviously, you have a lot of offers, and you've gotten a couple of visits now. So, talk about those visits, and what's some yeah. of the things that really stand out to you about those programs? Um, I took my first official and my only official Ohio State, and it was it was really nice out there. I loved it out there. It was a great environment. The vibe was there, and they took me to a football game, which is even more lit. It was like a hundred thousand people in there, and the coaches staff really talked to me how they'll be using their system and about their culture with me, and that's just that's big on me because I'm all about the culture and the vibe at the college because the vibe is not there for me. I don't see myself going there, but Ohio State had that type of vibe. So it was, it was a really good visit for me and my family. Absolutely. And so when you first got your very first offer, what kind of was that feeling and what was it? It was my first offer was ODU. Like men, like a lot of people not know, like they don't know that yet because like I mean I don't I don't really talk about my offers like that, but like I'm gonna drop a list I think at the end of the month, like with all my offers, so everybody can see it because everybody's been asking, and like some of these media sites only have me as. Like, I have Virginia and Rutgers and Maryland, but I have way more offers than that. I mm-hmm. would say I have, like, over 15 offers, maybe maybe 20. I don't know. But um, I'm going to drop my list at the end of the month, you know, uh, and edit. So, you know, people have been asking me about that. But I just feel like, you know, I've worked for it. So it's it's really good. Like, me and my family are really happy. But, you know, I just got to keep working and keep grinding. No doubt. I mean, obviously, like you said, I think – for you, it's just finding what college is the best for you and the day important. Obviously, it's not like it's a decision right now. So, I mean, the offers will keep coming. And obviously, yeah. being a player that's an elite player that is a big man, which is very critical, especially in the college game, will be a huge attraction yeah. to many programs. Yeah, like bigs nowadays, like we're just looking for like a good family, a good culture. And, you know, how am I going to fit in the system, basically? Because like if you don't fit in the system, like why would you go to the college and stuff? So like the system is a huge part. And just the family aspect of it. like. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And that's something that's been so critically kind of talked about now. And seeing that so many guys go and select the wrong college sometimes because of maybe a being a Kansas, a Duke, North Carolina. And those schools are fine. Absolutely. If you fit, that's obviously great. But so yeah. many guys sometimes look at the image of that's who they are instead of looking at where does a coach truly want me and invest in me. And you see some of those guys, obviously Jared Culver, John Morant, Brandon Clark, a lot of these guys go to smaller schools and they come out being top players because that's where they truly were invested in. Exactly, because, I mean, if you're going to offend the system and you're going to trust God, like, you're going to go to the league regardless, like, if, if that's God's plan for you. And people just have to trust their inside gun. Like, 
for me and my family and my circle, like we're just worried about finding the right college right now. Because once you go to that college, like you're branded for life with that college. So you got to make the right decision. No doubt. And honestly, you said just a path that God sets for everyone, making sure that you do go down the right path because there's so many things that you never, you might look at thinking the right path or whatnot, but just making sure you're at the right path. And that's obviously what God's got in store and it's going to be great. Exactly. Because when I make a decision, like it's going to be me, my mom, my my high school coach and God, like basically like I'm going I'm to ask God like where I'm going to go basically. And he's going to, he's going to reveal to me. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but like, that's just how it works. Like me and my mom have a tight connection. My high school coach have a tight connection and, we just gonna see like where I'm gonna go basically. Like God's gonna show us, you know, the right path for me. Absolutely. And now let's jump in, kinda of talk about your high school upcoming season, like at Stewart School. Talk about that and really what your expectations are for this upcoming season. Well, this upcoming season, um, you know, we're looking to win it all. Like we're gonna win it all basically. State championship. And we're just going to, like, we've been in the lab, we've been working, working on our chemistry, working on our play, and just working on everything, like, um, bettering us as a basketball team, basically. Like, we have a really good point guard, we have really good guards, we have me, we have a wing, Kurt. So, we just, we be working, basically. We're in the gym every day, so we're going to continue to work. That's awesome. What's some of the other guys on the team that you think is really going to step up and kind of help lead the team alongside you? Um, Well, the team... We got a really good point guard, Isaiah. He's going to, you know, dish us, assist us, and he's just going to make – he's going to run the team, basically. He's going to make sure everybody's good, everybody's in their spots. He's going to lead everybody. And me, I'm going to be the anchor on the team. I'm going to do whatever the team needs, either whether it be scoring, rebounding, blocking shots. I'm going to do everything. And Kurt, he's our wing. He's like a six, a six five, six six freshman, very long athletic. And he's just going to – we need him to step up and make shots because one of our shooters got hurt. Uh, so we got him, he got to step up and Jabari, he got to step up too and make shots and just play some defense and we're just going to be fine basically. And Jonathan, Jonathan got to play some good D2, D2 because, you know, we got to play defense first and then we got to score basically. That's our mindset. No doubt. So what's some of the things you may be taking from the summer you really worked on to add on to your game for this upcoming season? Um... I've really worked on my game by rebounding, blocking shots, just, you know, being active on the floor, running the floor, scoring my left hand and my right hand, shooting threes, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think another part that obviously you've grown into is obviously you keep growing your high end. Kind of talk about that. And obviously I heard something about you still being able to grow some and kind of talk about that and what's been like kind of growing into your body and being able to produce at that, being at that high end level. Yeah, um, well, I went to a doctor's thing a couple months ago, and, you know, just my mom wanted to see if I was going to grow more, so we x-rayed my knees, and I may have one or two more inches. I don't I don't know, but my mom says, you know, I may have one inch or two, so, you know, I always listen to my mom because she's always said I'm always, gonna, like, going to be seven feet, and no one ever believed her, and I'm seven feet, so always got to listen to mom, but then I'm just, like, me growing into my body, like, last year, like, I wasn't really into my body, but this year I can really feel like I'm in control of my body. So I'm continuing to eat more lift and just work out so my body can be right for the season. Absolutely. So kind of when was there maybe one big growth spur in your life or did it kind of just continuously just grow at a consistent rate for you? No, I've always been tall in my life. Like I've, I've grown two inches every year. Okay. That's big yeah, time. I was, I was, I was five feet in first grade. So I've always been tall. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And then obviously you take that high and take a lot of your scale obviously to AAU. So talk about that this last season and really where you've grown and talk about your team. Um, my team takeover. Um, it was a it was a really good season, but we lost. We didn't make out a bracket play, but I felt we played really good as a team, but um, we lost unfortunately. But you know, learning with them and those guys on the Nike circuit was a tremendous and like a tremendous opportunity for me because I learned a lot, especially playing against Hunter because. He's 7'2", like 260, so he's teaching me a lot in practice, and like we're going against one another um, every single day, so that was that was getting me better because I don't really have another seven footer at Stewart, you know, like to like challenge me and stuff. So it was really it was really fun, and I competed hard against him, so that was it was it was really good for me. Was there like a game that really stood out to you that you really enjoyed playing this last season? I think the why not game because we were down like I think like 20, 30 points, and we came back and we beat them, and it was just like. We were all we came together as a team and our chemistry was there and we just we won the game, we fought back. That's awesome. 
And I'd like to wrap up with a couple of questions. The first one being, who would you say has been your biggest role model in your life? My mom, for sure, because everything she's like, I've seen her struggle through and overcome. Like, she's like my biggest role model, basically. Like, it's just amazing what she's done in her life. No doubt. I think moms, you always puts obviously someone, someone in your life, either a friend or parent or sibling that you're able to have a great connection with. And a lot of time it is your mom and just being able to have her that's always supportive and she obviously cares about us and loves us more than pretty much anyone else in the world. Is this an awesome thing to always have? Exactly. You guys, you like, you have that, that special connection where no one can ever take that away from you. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And then my final question I'd like to wrap up with is how would you say God's help get you to the point you're at today? He's always been there for me. Like, no matter what has happened to my life, he's always been there for me and always will be there for me. So I'm very strong in my faith. And I continue. That's one of my goals this year is to, to, to continue my faith and become a better person and, you know, reach that next level with God. No doubt. And that's something that's so key because God's always there for you no matter what. Just be able to have him there to kind of support you and stay true to you because he always can hold you accountable, especially in a world that is hard to stay true to your path. To have him there to kind of keep on, keep you on that path is obviously awesome. Yes, sir. Always gotta always have to talk to God, no matter what, no matter what you do in your life. You always have to talk to him because he's always gonna be there for you and he's always gonna listen to you, no matter what. Mhm. Absolutely. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Best of luck with the upcoming season, obviously the rest of your high school and from the rest of your career. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right. No problem. God bless. All right. God bless, man.